Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Cosmic Crit. This is your GM, Patrick. And joining me, as always, are my five fanciful players and my monkeyest junk friends. I'm talking about Miles, Tyler, Rebecca, Drew, and Jabert. Welcome back, everyone. Hey. Hi. This is a true welcome back because we took a, a small break recording. And now <laughs> you guys were like, wait, we're level two again? Uh Everyone, everyone forgot we're doing a little, little side quest, a little side adventure. I don't like level two, Patrick. <laughs> Do you want to go back to level one? I have the power. No, never mind. Level two <laughs> is so nice. One hit. It's twice as much. Chaos. Twice as nice. <laughs> a level so yeah. nice, they gave it to you twice. <laughs> two is um, just as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number one. I didn't have anything for this week's I intro. I, 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 I am here because it's court ordered. Uh, welcome <laughs> back. Yeah, this is Miles Community Service for some crime he committed. <laughs> Cast a <laughs> podcast. What, 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 is, what is so awful that I'm here? <laughs> uh, this is episode five, and believe it or not, we might already be getting to like the halfway point in the <laughs> this mini sesh of uh, junkers delight it's you know goes up to level three or so and that's about it so uh we are almost there uh do you guys want to just dive back into it got a long episode so we gotta get started oh no right as well yeah no, when you said you were, we were about halfway through the mini sessions like boy this is gonna be a short recording huh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh this week's episode does not start in the junkyards outside of kefak depot but again we are traveling to the impossibly huge wastelands of Akaton's red deserts where in the distance across the horizon you see the shimmer of a, a heat wave above the scorched earth here midday that continues to walk forward and eventually coalesces into the form of the injured half delirious sun-baked form of Javi the Afrit not afraid of the deadly heat having grown up on the surface of the sun right Tyler um, has been wandering here for days with the lack of food and water and having some wounds that uh, threaten still to take you down but um, yeah anyone else caught out in the waste the heat would probably kill them within a day or so but your fortitude just not letting you Letting you die, just gonna make it take longer as you you walk back towards civilization, and your thoughts drift back to a fight, the end of a fight a few days before, a combat with a very close friend, almost blood, the woman known as Tez. You can see still hear the words ringing in your ears. Check him, make sure he's finished, and a voice sounded equally parts perfume and poison in your other ear says he's gone too bad I'll I'll miss him as uh, you collapse that night at dusk uh, the once golden corona of of flames on your head has died down to a, a short blue shock of fire and as your body convulses you hear other odd noises in, in the darkness that fills your mind and you don't know that night if you're going to see another sunrise here on Akaton. But as night descends, a light appears floating above you, starts as a, a circling, swirling mass of 
kind of ephemeral matter that seems to flit in and out of existence and eventually takes the form of something that could be a snake or a bird and finally you see a very large scaly boot before you that eventually morphs and and merges and grows into a large and surreal creature whose cactus-like body kind of moves like a snake and on its head is a skull of a creature you've not seen before, something you don't recognize. Um, And it rises, like I said, to about a 15-foot height. And you hear its its voice in your mind as it says, Yeah, what manner of creature are you? I'm a I'm a lost man. I hope you're here to either save me or, or finally put me down, creature. This serpent's tongue crackles with electricity and its tears of pure lava flow from its fiery eyes and it continues on. It kind of coils around you. You can feel the, the heat emanating from its its torso. I, I am the boot. I am the hair inheritor of all of the sun and I will be here for a short while and I will show you I will show you the way. Its flames kind of dance along its body and you see played out in them in the shadow before you. Uh, visions of fights yet to come, perhaps, in your, your life. Uh, faces and forms of figures you've, you've never seen before. You see yourself fighting through these shadows with alongside strangers and it, it gives you a, an interesting feeling of perhaps hopefulness of something that is to be that you have not had experience before. And uh, yeah, it, as the vision ends, it seems like this thing is getting ready to consume you completely, but you instead just fall into the, the darkness of its agape mouth and, and do wake up the next day uh, alive. Um, this is one of the many bits of origin story that uh, that Javi has here. We'll, we'll explore a little bit more. But uh, when when your character's coming to you out there in the desert, d- do you think he realizes as, as he's going out here into the, the junkyards as well that these five compatriots you're finding yourself with now might be those same figures you saw in the whatever that creature's uh visions were yeah i think for the last you know day or so javi's been kind of struck because when that first happened you know he took it at i think he took it a lot as like you know he's dying he's essentially his brain is going crazy and he's just seeing visions of of monsters that don't exist and people that don't exist and you know his his brain you know his his body just fighting for survival is just producing hallucin uh, hallucinations um, now seeing that that some of those visions were true, you know, I think he's trying to recall them clearer and and knows that uh, maybe he, whereas he never, whereas he's been wandering for a while now with no path, that this, you know, he may finally have a direction to be able to put his boots down and and follow directly. And that is just about uh, 
where you've you've caught up to in the the current story here for drunkers delight <laughs> especially uh, after he just walked through a minefield without triggering a single one i mean that's got to be they are marked on my map very specifically <laughs> where they uh uh where they, you know, are, are located and you just walked right through all of them. I made you, you know, mark out your path as you were, you were moving. I was like, okay, I guess everyone can follow behind. Uh, but then people didn't follow your direct path and we'll get to that. But as you recall last week, you guys leveled up and along with your new charge that you rescued, Barry 13, you have agreed to accompany her to the outer junk wastes where you've, learned there are two warring factions one of goblins another of keshti who are said to fight over that territory uh, you met Merc the goblin and kesh the keshti and yeah indeed they are trying to get into the same downed spacecraft perhaps in the meantime forge a lasting peace between their peoples in, in cracking open the the stellar flare but um, yeah, to do so, you've, you've got to get some all important tech pieces to get through the shielding on the ancient spaceship's door. And uh, one of the first places you decided to explore was the nearby Vesk encampment of someone called the Privateer, who may or may not have some info about a junk golem guarding one of these stellar flare door MacGuffins that you <laughs> need to find. But yeah, as you got to the camp, which is in the shadow of a, a huge Viscarium ship, uh, there was indeed some unexploded ordnance. And this week's episode uh, is going to start. The first roll is El Demonio. Uh, you trying to leap away from one of these bombs by making me a reflex save. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot entirely about this. Reflex is like your best, right? As a vanguard. Yeah, I, I totally forgot uh, where I was uh, when we last met. So uh, this was quite a surprise logging on tonight. But uh, I rolled a natural 20. So that's a 26 on the reflex save. Uh, you know, I was thinking, I was like, man, what if he rolls a one? But then I was like, oh, we're not playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition <laughs> rules. And a natural 20 the other direction, unfortunately, does not... Uh, absolve you of all damage here. Um, loop. You are taking oh, half of near max 11 points of explosion damage from right underneath you. I, I was uh, <laughs> I mean, because I still have only played this character for a, a few episodes. I was like, the hell I am. I have evasion and improved evasion. <laughs> <laughs> different, <laughs> different characters. Uh, yes, and Thankfully, when we left off, it is a five-foot burst from from that square, and about ten feet behind you was Jewel and Mixer. So you you took one for the team. Uh, you guys hear you know and see a, a, a huge plume of of dirt explode where El Demonio was, but uh, he is able to stand up obviously after one hit uh one unexploded piece of vesk ordnance and and kind of shake it off uh what do you guys want to do after this you uh, take a 10 minute rest <laughs> well everyone else do you want to continue walking forward um you do see well, other craters and things yeah. around around this field yeah can uh philly jewel standing behind these two characters who have just walked in front of her 
uh, would take stock of the fact that El Demonio has just exploded and Javi has walked forward unharmed. Can she follow in his footsteps? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, the way this game works, technically, yeah, you would be fine. But I think your characters might not be able to follow exactly the the footsteps that are better laid out here if that makes sense you know you're like i'm gonna walk in the same five foot corridor but do, do you want to be a little precautious about this do you want to like have you know do you want to scout as you walk ahead or yeah i was wondering if i could i mean survival is not one of my skills but i was hey, wondering girl. if i could use survival to try to find footsteps or something what about you do- burrow <gasps> could i burrow what if you just to burrow, burrow 10 right feet into down? a mine? What if I run into a mine? In <laughs> I was about to say it might I mean, be but a like, little. The mine, the mine is only. The mine's got to be it, like a It might do more damage if if you trigger it with your face. We'll <laughs> <laughs> dig further down. That's go real down real ten true. feet and then go. Well, I only have ten foot burrow speed, so. Well, well, I mean, that just means it would take you a while to get. I would say thing. survival would be the skill if you want to like literally follow the exact footsteps that Javi went through. And I, I should also mention that um, Alabian's 212 just floated over, didn't have any problem as well. <laughs> um, I assume if, Piston's fine too for the same reason. Yeah, but uh, the other option is if you guys just want to take, you know, uh, if you're taking 10 here for, for your friend that got exploded, you can also slowly advance and take 20 on perception trying to to move forward in that path and um make sure that nothing's in your way as you get to the this this hovel it's a kind of a lean to of of junk that the is supposedly the privateers camp i guess this really only affects still of course el demonium mixer and jewel so up to you guys I, I, I'm confused by what my options are. It sounds like I can just take 20 and we'll get there eventually unharmed. If you want to follow the exact footsteps of Javi, then I will say making your your path the, the exact straight path he walked from the edge of the map all the way through. You don't see in those five, six, uh, five foot squares any other signs of, you know, buried ordinance or anything like that. So my understanding about taking 20 is that it means that you're just trying over and over again until you get it right. Yeah. So, like, so, so you're spending you, like a minute searching the area in front well, of you. No, no but like, but like, but like you would trigger the, the like all yeah, the bombs. Yeah, you hit a mine. You would hit all the bombs because it assumes that you fail a whole bunch of times, right? Well, I'm, I'm saying in meta terms, you <laughs> playing the character probably understand that the five foot corridor between you and Javi is safe because he just walked it. Um, but your your characters in real life, uh, five foot you know square is a large space. And like I said, the the options that would probably be av- available to your character are very slowly and surely walking through there or walk in the exact same footsteps. I have an idea. Can I take up a handful of of dirt from the ground and throw dirt out in front of me to see if it triggers anything and then before walking into that square? Yeah, so you're, I mean, I I think you can safely assume that there might be elsewhere unexploded ordnance 
I, you know, probably not the last one if this is refuse from this huge Viscarium battle cruiser. Do you want to spend time to like search out the other ones? Because um, do you want to explode them? What is that something you want to take time to do? Not particularly. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, like I said, it's uh, more than fine just to to walk through the the steps um, that that hobby took because somehow Tyler's uh, complete <laughs> first times the charm luck <laughs> did it for for him. But as we saw last week, um, Miles, I'm sorry you you um, just took one five foot step above him, and that did not work. Um, yeah, so let, let's get forward here because I think unless you guys want to spend time disabling the other potential threats here, you can get to and from the the shed without any problems. And yeah, um, why don't you make me a perception check uh, if you want to search around the, the campsite here. I remember this group is terrible. Terrible at perception. We're not checks. so wise. Right, are you in the wisdom? Uh, let's see. So we've got uh, some 13s. It looks like our highest right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and Tyler, I'm not terrible at perception. I just can't roll worth anything for it. <laughs> and, so. Oh, God, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have a plus five. You're not terrible at perception. Yeah. No. <laughs> the three uh, not bad. will probably not be enough on the dice. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, looking around here, you don't see a lot of salvageable tech. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Can I spend more time and take twenty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, how much time would you guys like to to spend here? Are you like tossing this place? Do you do you want to, <laughs> you know, strip the walls down and? Nobody's here, right? It's empty. <clears throat> well, I will say, propped against the Vesk's kind of makeshift bed, there there is a, a weapon and some armor, uh, kind of like on a, a stand, um, supplanted with you know pieces of junk. There is a kind of an old and patched suit of Golem Forge plating, Mark II, which is a uh, heavy armor, and there's also from this adventure uh a new i believe heavy weapon called a light rubbish cannon (laughs) which is a which is like a junk launcher (laughs) boy but i mean no one's here and you came to to talk to this guy so would you like to i guess (laughs) rob i mean he might be dead for all intents and purposes you know he supposedly was out here and was planning on taking on this this golem should we like wait to see if he comes back like it would it wouldn't make sense if he was going off to take on the golem without the armor and weapon right yeah that's that's true like if if he's it's it's entirely possible that something has happened to him but he might also just be i don't know on a bathroom break or something yeah. do we so. see any signs or, of a struggle or he has a or... life maybe he's like hanging out outside of maybe his house maybe he's got friends I mean, yeah. he in the club he dancing yeah. right when's now. the last time in a starfinder adventure path was an npc like whoa sorry i'm late i was hanging out with my buds <laughs> i was <laughs> doing a more interesting thing than when you yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry my entire life doesn't revolve around you five around your adventure thank you very much excuse me <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh man. What's up to you? You guys you guys want to go through like his stuff and 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 take it with you? Do you want to wait? He's a little rude. I mean, Right? If, if I feel like if we're trying to get this guy's help, maybe we don't steal his stuff. But, yeah, you know. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think I think waiting sounds like a reasonable option. There doesn't seem to be any real like, you know. I mean, as long as there are no signs of trouble, he didn't right. take his weapon with mm-hmm. him. Like, I, I mean, we'll come back for it, probably. Right? Well, I, I, you know, very thirteen. After <laughs> you're over there for an hour, we'll very slowly walk forward the same path, maybe with piston's guidance and, and say uh, i mean if if he is not here then perhaps we should just move on and, and look for for some of the other pieces that merc asked us to, to look for in the waste we could always i come guess back. but if we're going to leave i kind of want that gun i don't want to run into anybody bad and not have the most firepower by our side that we can is that a um is that a, a rule of the junkyards finders keepers is that how they play here yeah, I don't think that he's uh he owns this land right here if uh if I'm understanding. So, not sure if there's any legal disputes to be had between picking up junk. Well, hold on there, partner. I don't think it's quite right to be stealing people's guns from their own homes. I mean, how would you feel if somebody walked into your house and just took all of your guns, huh? I'm just saying. I haven't owned a house, so I don't know how I'd feel. Can we, can we just sub out uh, Alindra for Jewel and Piston next season. Every time I, I keep forgetting that voice. I'm like, well, y'all, I'm about to supernova. Oh, here, I, here I go. It's turn three, three again. turns. Oh, it's boy. turn three, y'all. So good. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> Welcome to season four. We gather here to, cele- to celebrate the life that was Alindra Vallis. <laughs> here to give the eulogy is... A cool, a cool and character, Julian Piston, <laughs> with a lot of damage, but replaced by a fun accent. Sorry. All right, so yeah, never mind that it's a mechanic, and yeah. <laughs> oh useless. yeah, no. Oh yeah, can you imagine a level twenty mechanic? You're like, I still suck. <laughs> feel feel free to. I mean, do you guys want to take a vote? You're you're still very new to this. Some of you seem on the, the fence about what to do in this exact situation. Do you uh, I mean, take- I mean, that'd be very, very, has got a good idea. I think we should maybe go to one of the other places. Uh, maybe he'll be back from the club and, or the bathroom when, when yeah, I guess the question there. is, do we take a stuff or do we not? Mm. I mean, do we leave it if, alone? If we take his stuff, we should at least leave a note. <laughs> like an IOU. I owe you one golem forged blade armor. <laughs> as you walk, uh, as you walk away, one of, another piece of ordnance explodes, and it's, he pops out and it's like, "That's why you always leave a note." <laughs> <laughs> the one arm vest. <laughs> you have to leave. You have to leave a note next to the uh, next to the uh, the crater that we just left. Like I owe you one grenade. I owe you one bomb. One un- unexploded bomb. Uh, yeah. So. Show of hands? I, I don't know. We should, it's an audio podcast. Maybe we should uh, do it audio. Do you, do you guys want to take this gun? Do you want to spend some time searching? Or do you want to just... I don't know. What, what is the gun? Is it significantly oh. better than what we have? That's what I was checking. <laughs> it is from Junker's Delight from this uh, volume. And I was looking it up while we were uh, having like a 10-minute conversation about it. 
it's one of the the new tech pieces that they made specifically for this volume. So like shoots. So they want us to take it. Shoots junk. Well, no, they just yeah, I mean, put I think like the all the tech in the, the the game is kind of put in here. The light rubbish cannon is a two handed heavy weapon with a knockdown critical. Uh, 30 foot range so it's not huge there but is uh, 1d8 bludgeoning damage and I believe has some special abilities I think you have to like actually load it with junk <laughs> with like a bolt uh, a bulk of of uh, of junk one bulk of useless trash uh, is is like it's ammunition Oh, I've got, I've got a, I mean, I've got a a can trip where I can just like sit there and just spam it and I can just fill that thing up with trash. (laughs) (laughs) So does Javi have heavy weapon proficiency? All soldiers do. Mm -hmm. There you go. So yeah, I'm pretty sure its capacity is one. So it's kind of like a grenade launcher. So he loaded up like one, one at a time, uh, to, um, to Just, blast and, it and it fires one bulk at a time yes <laughs> wow but it only does 1d8 damage yes this is the worst so gun i've ever heard of that is a bad gun <laughs> it's one it's, bulk of junk does 1d8 you guys can look it up too on archive of nephis that's where all the rules is but it, it has the blast capability so it's an explosive oh, blast, junk. Oh, blast. Makes, so so, so it, it's a so it's a cone it's a 30 foot cone no it's a, that's what a blast is right no it's yeah. like a 10 foot um square blast oh i thought that was I explode so. yeah i thought a blast was a cone too but i don't know heavy junk that would be cool if it was a coon heavy junk it's not Heavy junk tosser, heavy junk thrower. <laughs> yeah, a heavy junk tosser. <laughs> no, uh, light rubbish cannon. <laughs> he jumped. I didn't say any close. of those were. Oh, it's a heavy weapon. <laughs> I did say heavy weapon. Um, uh, with explode weapons, you aim at a grid intersection, and each creature within yep, takes this, this is damage. a blast. Though this is a blast. Did I not say explode? this weapon fires in a? You said blast. You said blast, and it oh, is yeah. blast. Yeah. Okay, then it's the other one. <laughs> okay, <thinking>. got it. <laughs> I was thinking it was. Yeah, uh, this weapon fires a cone that extends only to its first range increment. Thirty foot is still pretty. That, 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 that's a, that's a good a cone. cone. Yeah, that's yeah. a good cone. I feel like a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, the blast weapons only do like fifteen foot cones, and so a thirty foot cone is uh, that, that that changes things. And at one d eight, I mean that. Yeah, that definitely. Yeah, yeah that's that's uh, that, that might be worth it. How would that help with a golem? Because wasn't the weapon in armor supposed to help fighting a golem, right? Well, maybe that's why he left it here. <laughs> this is completely useless against the golem. Exactly. Um, maybe, anyway, yeah, I guess when you shoot it with junk, it just becomes bigger and more powerful. It's just like, oh, no, I, <laughs> oh. I'm more junk. Well, I quit. Uh, yeah, I mean, so Javi, I don't think Javi cares so much about the armor, but, uh, you know, his vote. If he were to vote, if we're, if we're going with a vote system here, would be to would be the take the gun, leave the cannoli. Yeah, you know, and 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 if these guys want you, know, you all want to leave a note telling them where we're going. I guess that's uh, that's fine, but I'm happy. I vote to-, to leave everything here. It's not good karma to leave to leave to take somebody's gun out in the waste like this. I don't remember how I was doing this voice before. <laughs> this is Mixer now. <laughs> Deal with it, everyone. <laughs> I've always sounded like this. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, 
it's very possible you're you're saving it if he is hurt or injured somewhere maybe a group of goblins comes up and they steal it instead and then i'm gonna shoot you guys with that cannon if those goblins find you <laughs> that's always an option right. so so it sounds like we're we're leaving it. So I guess we're gonna move on to one of the oh, other areas. Although Patrick oh. does Patrick does make There's it gonna be some souped up goblin in like heavy armor. Like, yeah, pa- no, Patrick, you already like you already you already threw your phone in. Drew. Yeah. Drew, you can't don't, pull it. Don't go. Don't don't second guess it now. Just go in. Yeah. All right. No. So sounds like you're heading out. Um, as we talked about last week there's a couple other things you gotta look for if you don't want to well i i can ask you if you wanted to take on this big bag golem that might have killed a vesk first or do you want to look for there's a uh, supposed power core tower you've been kind of pointed the direction of that is very possible uh place where you might find an intact electrolytic capacitor which another piece of, of tech that is needed. And the other the second item. Oh, that tower sounds pretty cool. Is in the uh, portion of the outer junk fields where Kesh has pointed you towards where you, you might be able to find a size 23 specific harmonic coil. So a couple other options of places nearby to to look for. Uh, what do you want to do? I feel like El Demonio would probably want to to find the golem. That sounds like a, a fun fight in his mind. Mm-hmm. Better to fight early in the day than fight late in the day. I mean, his whole reason here is to is looking for fights. So, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, then this one supposedly has some some heft to him. I will say these other locations are along the way. If you want to to stop in and, and sh- like do some searching for the said I can't remember these two stupid things name. the capacitor and the uh, coil <laughs> That's what okay. I'm call them. there's a capacitor and coil yeah uh, which one's closer are they both equidistant from us right now the power core tower which is in goblin territory as you you walk away from Merck and Kesh who's, who are staying behind yeah let's go see the goblins yeah always love a goblin yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that was Drew's uh, character mixer. Just do you have Aren't something you a against goblin? Goblins? <laughs> just grumbling because he's like he's like uh, he's gonna this Olivians he's gonna go and be friends with all the other goblins and he's not gonna like me anymore. <laughs> or he's gonna replace <laughs> me with one of the goblins he finds at this place. What is Mixer's deal? Is he a goblin or not a goblin? Have we revealed what he is yet? Um, no. We Apparently not. not. I believe. <laughs> I have no idea. I assume yeah. you were a goblin, right? I thought he was a goblin. I thought he was a goblin. He's definitely, he's definitely not a goblin. Okay. Well, I don't yeah. know. I haven't been paying that close attention. <laughs> I think his character is a goblin. Jabert, I think your character knows because you did a life science check on him. Oh, right? oh, I guess I did. Yeah. He uh, was a goblin. Yeah, okay. There, he's yeah, okay. Yeah. There was a, you, you had a whole, I think you had a whole interaction with him in episode one. Too, but you uh, haven't brought that up to to anyone else. Yeah, so, so, so it I, seems. Yeah. So I will reveal to to you guys, and I guess to the listening audience, uh, that part of uh, Mixer's background is that because he might have used to be a goblin, uh, goblins are going to find him to be extremely unnerving. Well, that sounds. Perfect. <laughs> Let's go pick on some trash hunters. I love so making confused. goblins feel uncomfortable. 
<laughs> uh, good, Rebecca. We this this whole mini season is to make people feel uncomfortable with new weird characters on a planet we've really never touched before, Akaton, hardly at all. Um, it was the I don't remember if it was the real or the made up place that um, Nack Sizrak was supposedly from. It was the made up place he was supposed to there's be too from. Many, there's too many lies in this podcast. Uh, after about an hour or so walking away from the privateer's camp, um, you can see uh, as you walk along perhaps evidence or markings and deeds of space goblin tinkering around you, deep dents and sheets of metal and, and half melted chunks of plastic and kind of scorch marks as you continue forward. And you arrive at a, a, a site where Merck has kind of explained you might be able to find this capacitor and see a tower of what look like metal cylinders rising about 40 feet into the sky. It is a very tall construction very very obviously not just like a pile of junk and cast a long shadow as you walk past some junk piles and get closer to it um the top you can see is wobbling a little bit in the breeze but seems stable as you as you get closer once you guys make me as as you're still walking around the bins of junk a perception check or engineering give it a little um once over Holy I'll free save, holy. I'll save my roll. <laughs> I'm not used to these <laughs> high numbers uh, because we've got, well, or lower number too. We got a, uh, was this for this roll? A five on a perception check and then a 30 on an engineering check from, uh, that's what mechanics are great for. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's the only thing mechanics are good at. Is Get a level 20 engineer and it's like, I've got a. 59 on engineering <laughs> check. Is that enough? Yeah. I, I I spent I spent time when I was like building out Andis. I was like, when Andis gets to be level 20, if Andis gets to be level 20, I would like to be able to get root access to Absalom Station. <laughs> I'm and, going to break the mainframe. <laughs> it's like, and I was like, and I almost got there with it. But. <laughs> um, yeah, as, as you get closer, I mean, this is this is something pretty interesting to Jewel. Uh, you see, these are all stacked and melted, welded together uh, power cores, like Starship power cores. These, you know, I mean, tens of thousands of pounds of equipment and it's kind of got a, a as you get closer to its base you can see it's got a pyramidal shape the first couple of of stories and then yeah starting about halfway up it's just one power core stacked on top of another um i assume they're not powered are they powered down yeah yeah these look pretty well junked as uh, as you get close to them I am an electrician. Maybe I could turn them on. <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of these are, are probably things that have not been in a starship for you know, perhaps hundreds of years. As you get closer, though, and get into this clearing that is formed around the base of this tower, uh, you see in the distance a couple of goblins, obviously, in their territory, one of which has a a Thassaron toad like on a leash, maybe like a little uh, harness kind of uh, rig and with a 
a, a little retractable muzzle on uh, on its its mouth, keeping its its tongue in place, taking us to a new map. As you guys get closer to these space goblins, uh, they they turn in your direction, and you hear one of them, perhaps the the most footballist head of them all say, how goes there? In the name of GEO Bomb Guzzle, the trash hunters demand you show yourselves. Uh, yes, Olivians will do, 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 fly forward and say, oh, greetings there, goblin friends. We uh, come seeking uh, some equipment. Mm-hmm. Well, you are in our territory, trash hunter territory. Uh, what, what, what is it? What is it you've come here for? Oh, I have uh, trash to trade if you desire it. And I start just like casting, like, like create junk, <laughs> just like dropping like <laughs> piles of garbage. <laughs> I have this. This is good. And also this. This, this is, is like the best. Like, they're all like broken circuit boards and just like, like, like junked engine parts just sort of falling out of my hands. Like 800, 857 copies of E.T. for Atari. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's one casting of the, the cantrip. It just goes... It's like super loud for a second. Um, maybe another... As, as you guys move closer, I think they'll, they'll, they'll step a little bit closer around kind of the base of the tower to get a better look at you. Uh, Alabians, and you've got Javi at your side. Uh, make me another perception and or, I guess or, <laughs> not and, or engineering check. Because they, they seem to have been scrapping here for a bit. What a waste. What a waste. <laughs> I held it. I, no. I held it the first time. Should have just kept on holding. Yeah, natural. A 20 from Javi. Um, I'm, I'm just completely distracted by the, the mountains of uh, uh, Bert Simpson dolls that are just piling up in front of me. <laughs> well, Javi, you recognize from the description Merck gave you one of these goblins, maybe the one holding on to the pet faster toad, is indeed holding over his shoulder uh, the exact thing that you're looking for, an electrolytic capacitor. That seems to be in, in pretty good working order. Javi will speak up and say, like my friend said, we're here to strike a deal. Now I need that capacitor that's hanging over your shoulder. And in exchange, we're willing to trade items we have on us. And I do have information of where you can find some weapons and armor here in the junkyard that have been left behind. We can give you the location and safe passage through some traps and you can claim what you want. I think these goblins, they hear the word trade and and their ears perk up. Cause I mean, you guys are carrying some, are wearing some nice armor. Uh, for the most part, you've got weapons on you, and uh, I don't know. I, I think you hear them. They all turn into to Quark from DS9, and they're like, trade, you say. They have a little uh, uh, huddle in the back, and uh, one of them, the one holding the faster toad and the capacitor, will, will move forward to and say, uh, Well, what is it you have to trade for? We, we, uh, are down for good trades where we make out. I'm glad you asked. I don't have, uh, I have some 
anything to portray per se. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, you some... called my bluff, goblins. <laughs> yeah, you're a, a wise opponent. Um, I mean, I have some basic things. I have some healing items as well as a few weapons we scavenged off some now no longer living opponents. But I am also we also am willing to trade information on where you can find some golden forge plating as well as a, a what do we call that thing? A light rubbish cannon. I'm willing to tell you where it is in exchange. Mm, we we can't hold on to information. We need it in our hands. Um, I can make it so that one of you uh, never has to eat a crappy meal again. Mm, what would you give for this power? You you want to sew our mouth shut? No, no, I don't no. want that at all. No, no, that, that is not what I mean. And uh, I I pluck one of the Aeon stones from that's circling my head, and I say, I have a magical uh, device here that can uh, um, that will satisfy all your desires for water in this uh, desert. Mm. Can this uh, this goblin uh, hold it? Do you like offer with your yeah. tiny hand? Yeah. All right. Well, I, he I, licks. He licks it as soon as you give it to him. <laughs> Just like water. You say, no, this tastes like rock. No, thank no, you. No, let me show you. And I just sort of like, like tap it into orbit around his head and his thirst evaporates. Where's the water? No, no, there is no, there's no water. It's I don't uh, want this. This does not oh, sound like a good trade this for is, uh, 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 an electrol whoozy what's it. This thing you, that is very good. Have you ever wished that you didn't have to breathe anymore? What? You're going <laughs> to sell our happened to you. Hold you on there, partner. Hold on. I'm going to kill Hold on. You. They might like a, a party trick. And she sets down the bucket <gasps> in front of her. Y'all got any junk you want to throw into this bucket? It'll spit something pretty cool out. Uh, <laughs> if, if the gods allow it, it's all up to your gods. You've been, you've been doing good. You've been doing your prayers every night. Obviously, the, the one with the electrolytic capacitor goes for it. It's like, yeah, let's throw this in real quick. <laughs> well, not, not that one. Not what? that one. I'll hold on to that. That'll be your payment. And then no, we'll see. <laughs> You got any, you got any, you know, stuff you just don't, don't want anymore and see what you might get in return. I don't want my husband anymore. Can I throw him in there? <laughs> they all laugh. You you that try. works, right? That works, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can throw actually, a person in there. It would I'm be actually a slow pretty death, sure that yeah. does work. <laughs> I don't think it would spit anything out, but <laughs> technically the, the art. Maybe a new monster. boyfriend. <laughs> or a helmet. He might get a helmet <laughs> to wear. Gave up my boyfriend and all I got was a grenade? Useless. Mm. We like uh, Home Depot bucket soup. We we trade for, for bucket and soup inside. You can have the electrolyzed thingamabobber. But we get bucket soup. All right. Um, Jewel, hand over the bucket soup. Everybody okay with this? Oh, I believe we have we have had enough bucket soup. Yep. I I think we're okay with that little guy. You you can have the bucket soup. Just hand over the the capacitor, the coil. Which one do they have? 
this is the toy. capacitor capacitor is the one yeah i've only said capacitor like five times here uh as you go to make the trade one of them looks for it's like wait this this isn't soup at all it's a monster ooze. No, oh no no no! no you don't want to eat that don't eat that that well, why were you trying to give us the soup then I, but to be fair, I did try to give you something that would mean you didn't have to eat the soup. But, that rock uh, oh, isn't to be, soup. To be fair, we don't know if it cannot be made into soup. Uh, I hear there are a lot of creatures that can be made into a whole bunch of delicious meals. And as it happens, necessarily a cook. As yeah. it happens, anything can be soup if you eat it. Right? I agree with my floating friend here. You should try making soup out of it. And we one take of, one of them that's uh, you know picking his got his finger like. Two knuckles deep into his ear, pulls that finger out and dips it into the bucket. It's like, ow! It, it bit me. And then tastes it. Like, it tastes like ear. <laughs> it's real bad. Listen, yeah, it makes sense after you put your finger in your ear. We want tech items. We want, you know, good stuff. Some some expensive stuff. Something that costs at least two billion gum basel fuzzy gloppers. Mm. All right, and what does that? convert into credits as or UPBs 200 credits all right uh can we just give you 200 credits no we can't spend credits out here but if you have 2 billion gumbuzzle fuzzy gloppers then we can talk uh wait we can we can like convert stuff into UPBs with this with this uh um Bucket, bucket right? Soup. Why don't yeah. we take the bucket that they so callously refuse to take and just convert something into two hundred uh, UPBs right in front of them? And be like, all right, here you go, <laughs> suckers. Um, if yeah, if they see you start pulling about UPBs and are willing to you know spend some time <laughs> feeding said bucket <laughs> with with more of your uh, your loot, uh, they will accept that as a trade. Uh, yeah. Do we have like 200 uh, credits worth of loot right now? Uh, that, that's a great question. I, I think you still got some. Avi does some pistols, right? Yeah. I, mean, I got. I, I, got, I, I so. straight up got UPBs, but I don't have any more gear. Mm. I mean, do you want to put some UPBs into that pile? Do you guys, can you scrape together enough as a group? Let's see. Yeah, I got 345 credits, but that ain't UPBs. I think also. You got some some armor the last time you spent uh, time playing with your your bucket. You know, um, uh, uh, you, wait. Uh, let's see. Like there, there's like a, a set of second skin you can trade them as well. That's true. Yeah. If we if we have a second skin, we can just toss that in there. I think that's 200 credits. So yeah, Javi Javi is wearing the second skin. If you're talking oh. about the skin we got out of the bucket. Well, what did you do oh. with your What did you do with your your armor? My station wear my flight suit station wear mm-hmm. i guess i still have it technically yeah that's like 100 credits right there there's also a grenade launcher it's a little bit more expensive than 200 credits but you can give that to them oh yeah yeah, yeah, nobody, yeah nobody's gonna launcher. use that grenade launcher yeah yeah, yeah. let's give them the that. give them the grenade launcher yeah <laughs> oh i forgot i had a grenade launcher on my back all this time <laughs> as long as we don't get them grenades too it'll right. be I don't, they'll be fine perfectly we'll, safe. We, we can tell them where they can find some unexploded you know, ordinance back then. Oh, no. Yeah, one of them whips off his backpack and there's like 30 goblin grenades in there. It's like, no, we're good. We're good. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> we're we're going to go kill some Akeshti right now. I mean, no, wait, no. We're, we're in a truce. We're going to practice on some Akeshti dummies right now. 
Uh, these guys seem seem pretty uh, amenable to to a trade. They're like, ah, thank you, thank you very much, uh, junkers, trash hunters. Uh, we we accept you into our territory, but do not tarry for long, because this is this is our turf. Tarry we shan't. Here's your for your business. Here's your electric thingamabobber. It's yours. <laughs> Thank you. We will uh, be on our be on our way. Oh, you wouldn't have happened to seen a vest wandering around the junkyards recently, have you? Uh, they all kind of like murmur to themselves. It's like, nah, we do not deal with that one. He has gone back on deals with the trash hunters. He is not welcome here. If, if you see them tell him uh, bomb guzzle is looking for him i'll be sure to let him know all right no no goblin combat friends yep you've made more friends than anything (laughs) and you've got the capacitor we're doing the we're doing the pacifist run patrick (laughs) 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 made new friends heading on to the next area where indeed uh, in unbrewed territory in the outer junk fields, Kesh directs you to where in the past they have seen, you know, different areas of all sizes of harmonic coils and uh, and warns you that the the unbrewed, um, while not outright antagonistic, they don't like people overstaying their welcome goblins or trash, uh, trash hunter goblins or, or junkers like yourself. Um, for for long periods of time, um, let's see here. Uh, he does Kesh does warn you though that there are you know fairly violent um, Akeshti that uh, especially if they see a goblin in their territory will will try to drive them out. So you can not trust they would be as accepting as uh, as goblins. We throw a sheet over <laughs> over this goblin-looking dude and like hope to pass him off as a ghost. It's not too far from <laughs> what your character is, right, Tree? Yeah, I mean, yeah, close enough, right? <laughs> no one will ever know, friend. It's a little on the nose. <laughs> That's right. I, I give. I, I wink at him. Moving into unbrewed territory, do you want to kind of like stay towards the back of the party? true yes i mean i was already kind of towards the back mm-hmm. talking to the goblins you might notice that uh that that mixer didn't say much <laughs> in that whole interchange didn't want to didn't want to spoil the mood so uh yeah he might uh maybe could uh could jules drone kind of fly in front of his head or on top of him like i don't know maybe look, make him look different i don't know that's a weird thing to say it's or suggest tiny it's a tiny drone drone so they, they call me drone face <laughs> strangers <laughs> no one uh nobody has disguise as a skill right uh uh no um so I mean, we could talk about your your marching order in unbrewed territory, but is there? I mean, how how are you guys walking through the waste here? Because you probably have a, a, another half hour or so um, until you get to the the area um, through their territory that Kesh described. Um, is there is there any precautions you want to take, or are you fine just marching in single file, or what would you like to do? 
Uh, Jewel would be happy to have Piston sort of scout ahead uh, stealthily, you know? Yeah. Out of- it is a stealth drone, right? So I'm, I'm is, guessing yeah. pretty well trained in that. Why, why don't you make me a stealth check? Um, as you can have it, you know, what, what's the range for your um, your your drone? You can have it pretty far ahead of your yourself. How far away from it from me can it be? Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. I don't know off the top of my head, but here's a stealth check. Okay, thirteen. So ten on the dice. Um, I think at first you might have it in in a mode where it's getting a great view, but you realize uh, maybe a little little ways on that you're very visible from uh from different parts of the the junk piles ahead of you so you can bring it back down after a bit and have it a little closer to the ground but still get a good view of you know 50 to 100 feet ahead of you guys and uh as you cross into the the general vicinity of the the junk mounds cash uh gave to you um i will put uh, I mean, you come across a, a dead end with piston, but you're you're able to find what looks like the the exact area that um, that that Kesh has kind of pointed out to you. Um, make me make me a perception check, everyone, as you as you move forward. All right, all right. All right, so we got got some good ones here, including Drew's rolling not bad. 19 on perception check. Uh, Finally. Yet maybe uh, 40, 50 feet or so away from uh, this general area. And uh, you find what looks like a a huge crumpled uh, bulkhead of an old starship and uh, indeed lying in what looks like a large dead end of uh, several mounds of of junk and you see dozens if not hundreds of, of small piles of coiled pieces of metal lying um in in like a, a huge ziggurat in the the back of this area next to a puddle of unidentifiable liquid but in the back here with that perception check uh as you get closer you see a couple of Hooded figures uh, behind the junk, uh, along with what looks like a, a small uh, kafak. I'm going to take us to the new map. Whoop. New map. New me. Oh, boy. Sorry. One moment. Got all these cute little maps we've been getting. Yeah, they're adorable. There's a lot of maps in this AP. A lot of junky maps. Uh, as you guys come a stomping a forward these two figures who indeed you see are small size uh, but definitely not goblins will kind of move around this pile of coils in in your direction and uh, they see you maybe from a little bit of a distance away and uh, you see one of them kind of uh, whispering to the other as as you move forward Uh, what would you guys like to do Greetings, friend. We come in to seek of trade. Or an exchange of information. 
Whichever one you'd rather have. <laughs> I know where a light rubbish cannon is. I, I can tell you where you can find a gun that does 1d8 versus a cone or explode. I, would, would you like honest, to? I wasn't listening too much when we figured it out. Would you like to know where a grenade launcher is? And some buried grenades. Have you ever buried wished? Because people don't want to know where they are. Not because they go off when you step on them. Have you ever wished you didn't have to breathe or eat or drink water? <laughs> I'm trying to. I can tell you where to find a bucket of soup. <laughs> I, I got a soup hot tastes line. like ears. <laughs> I can make you a cocktail. Uh, we haven't had any submissions yet from from listeners of this many season of, of what to name um, bucket ooze, but Home Depot bucket soup uh, HDBS is, is is currently the, the contender. HB HDBS. As as you move forward and, and start talking to them, they seem you know they these are Akeshti. You can tell as as you get closer, uh, seem not to really uh, acknowledge you too much. They keep looking back at one another, and you hear some whispering. But they will say one of them very loudly to the other, you know, "Oh, what do we have here, brood mate? Uh, these are some traders, I think, perhaps." Just tourists from the depot who got lost. Yes. Well, yes, they are. No, we're definitely not lost. Well, tourist is a little bit of a little bit of a light word, but we certainly don't live here. We're not seeking to put out any territory. Barry in the back is like, I am definitely a tourist. No weapons <laughs> on me. She's the most deadliest one here. <laughs> don't and let that <laughs> She's a turn three Solarian if I've ever seen one. Yeah, you got to be wary of her. Some people don't need guns or weapons to be lethal. That one can kill you with just a toe. Yes, they they look dangerous, brood mate. Let us kill the most dangerous one first. We'll keep soft brain boy last for for torture fun later. Ray. Mm. Uh, obviously. Oh, we've got to roll some of this shit real quick. Boop. Oh. Click on your character tokens and let's get to it because we've got, I mean, you've already made goblin friends with trading. This is how a, a Keshti make friends by murdering. But do you need all of your characters it's right here? <laughs> oh, okay. She blends in with the background. Yes. <laughs> all <laughs> right. We, we have got high rolls and we've got the low rolls. Javi, we're, we're like, we're, uh, we're, uh, Initiative buddies, we we have been uh, in sync. We're about if we can do like the fusion, uh, <laughs> we'll become I'm, something. I'm just going to sort of perch atop your head, and like we will think as one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be the Krang to your giant weird robot. Now, a robot man. <laughs> if Javi gets on El Demonio's shoulders, then you've got you've got range, you've got magic, you've got melee all in one. <laughs> We're the most powerful Starfinder totem you will ever come across. We call it Junkatron. Junkatron. Oh boy. Oh good, good, good. Uh yeah, so they I think we are starting combat. Whoop. With them, you know, kind of hissing uh, their their tongue out a little bit in this uh, Kethak. Uh, oh no, I saw it happen real fast enough. Uh, you know, moves forward in a menacing way. But before it gets to go, uh, we have 
Labians and Javi at the top. Uh, who wants to go first? Hmm. Go, go, brain friend. I feel like we're going right. to do like the same kind of thing. So knock your. I'm, I'm, unless you want time to look at your spells, I, I can I, shoot. I bet we're not going to do the same. Type of thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I guess if you want time to look at your spell list, I mean, shooting my gun is a pretty fast decision. Yeah, yeah. That one, that one goes pretty quick. Um, I'm going to swift action, fab- fabricate some scrap, uh, move action, barricade, and then uh, standard action. Uh, energy ray. I blast them with electricity because it's junk times. Let's see. Yeah, I'll blast for this person. You're hitting one of these a cash tea first. Yeah. All right. Go around ahead and make that EAC attack roll. Yeah. Uh, 12 versus EAC. Ooh, I, I, I was like, oh, that's probably not a hit. Uh, but level one, that is a miss indeed oh. against this very small. Um, I, I guess we need to recap what a Keshti is. They're kind of um, like little lizard folk, small lizard folk, red scaled. They have uh, long kind of spiked tails. Oakley Doakley. I guess I can show you guys what exactly uh, this is art from Junkers Delight. These guys look like. I'm interested in what kind of blue orb of ah, magical. Oh, nope. They can just straight have magic. I'm mean, just using mm-hmm. magic. Oh, says, yes. Oh, no. Uh, oh, no. There are other Junkomancers. No. Javi. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You see them conjuring some, some magics as they get into combat mode. Javi, you are next, right behind Alapians by his little junk. Um, Fortress of, of solitude you put up here. <laughs> Fortress of junkitude. What would you like to do, Tyler? They got knives out too, like their art indicates. Um, I th- think they probably had them out while they, while you interrupted them. So yes. Okay, time to do something dumb. I'm gonna move right here. Oh, moving, moving past the the Kafak and uh, one of the Akeshtis. Yes, sir. It is very dumb. I love it. Let me make some attack of opportunities first. The cup back. Ooh, 17 on the dice. That's a hit. Uh, yeah. But, you know, these these are these are not faster on cutbacks. They're not uh, boss fights. These are little nibblers. So you're just taking first D6 points of slashing, five points from that, and the Akishti. Uh, will indeed kind of stab at you with that dagger. Don't roll rock. Don't roll rock. No rock rolled. No rock rolled. Uh, rock rolled. Only a five on the dice, and I don't think that's going to hit. So, well, you, you've ran right up to them. What are you going to do? <laughs> Blast them directly in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. With what? With my hand cannon. Oh, this this a catch to you that you've moved up to. <laughs> Yeah, this Akesti is just getting. Do you not have? Absolutely. It's an arranged weapon. You get a yep. bonus for being next to him. Nope. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that was dumb. I love it. Uh, <laughs> you're you're very welcome. Oh, uh, super oh, hit! Super hit! Uh, five points of uh, damage there. Five points of damage, and um, I haven't really mentioned it thus far i was looking to play around with the the dragon master patreon subscribers as well as you guys the possibility of of home ruin a bit of a rule something we call super hits here 
they are not going to be crits on a 19, but I was thinking, what if we tried, at least in this little mini season, if you roll a 19, you can apply your weapon's critical hit effect. That's oh. Or super hit. Which in this case, is that going to be a knockdown for the pistol? Uh, well, hold on one second. Well, yes. It, yes. Yes, because yes, that would all that would, because I don't have any extra critical hit damage. Yeah, well, it wouldn't do damage, just the effect if you have one. Yes, on, so the uh, effect would be knockdown. Okay, yeah, so I like the idea of, of Javi running up and just sticking your gun in this tiny, this little Akeshti's chest and popping him one. Uh, so that happens, and as soon as it does, uh, he's also taken five points of damage. Uh, this Kefak is going to turn around. And on its turn, make two attacks versus Javi. So I would like a natural 19 if, if we've got a game. No, no. Hey, natural 15. Uh, what is your KAC, though? I mean, like 15, right? So you got it. Oh, your, your KAC is 15. Yes. Yeah, so that is enough for another single hit against you and uh, four points of slashing damage. All right. And... Uh, everyone else rolled very similarly in the initiative turn order, which means who's next? Uh, El Demonio Verde. All right. So uh, El Demonio is going to go up to this this little fella, the the, um, the Kithak, and just give him a little running knee strike there. Mm-hmm. And uh, will a three hit? Ooh. Three on the dice is a miss. Oh, oh. Good, good and bad thing about the uh, Starfinder and, and level one. Some short turns or maybe long turns. Uh, Jewel, you are next with uh, seven. Um, yeah. Can Jewel kind of call out to the to the Kashi and be like, "Well, hey, now, partner, I don't want to hurt your your little pet here. You you should call him down." No, it will sap of your blood. We have not fed it for days, and it 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 hungers for your your junk. It will tear you out of your armor, and we will carve you up like pumpkins. Those are my junk. Those exist on Akaton. <laughs> well, then you asked for it, and she's going to have Piston uh, move back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Piston will take a shot, and Jewel will take a shot. Um, both. Well, I'll have Piston shoot at the uh, Kefik, and Jewel will shoot at the Akeshti that um, Javi is on. Okay. All right. So Jewel first with a twelve to attack. That was against the Akeshti. Yes. So definitely miss. Let's go to Piston. And piston. Natural oh, natural one. one. Unfortunately. All right. That is going to bring us to the Akeshti's turn. Um, you can make an attack of opportunity if you would like Javi, as this uh, Keshti is going to stand up as a move action. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Get pistol whipped, my dude. My dude, a pistol weapon. 15. Against KC, that is a hit. Four points of pistol whippage. Okay, so he's, he's done a good amount versus this one. Uh, he is going to stand up and as his standard action, indeed, you see a blue ball of crackling electricity 
kind of form up oh around God. his I'm hand. so stupid. I'm so stupid. I'm <laughs> what? so stupid. I knew he was a magic user, <laughs> and I let you goat me into hitting him when he stood up instead of hitting him when he casts a spell. That's why I moved up. It's to if hit it, him when he casts a spell. If it makes you feel better, it's Jolteen Surge, so no attack of opportunity on oh, that. I do feel better. Oh, okay. I do feel better. I do feel Bew, better. Blast ya. 12. I uh, believe against K or E A C. That's a hit. Gonna be a hit. If your attack hits, uh, we are talking a 46 electricity damage coming at you. <laughs> at level two? Bleep. Yes, but I rolled pretty low here 12 oh. points of electricity damage. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And this one is going to, to move through his buddies up to El Demonio. And I think we're gonna start with the same thing. Yeah, we're gonna start with the same thing. Wow. Against EAC, natural 20. I can't stop rolling crits against Miles. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as he, I don't think, do you carry any electrical devices on you, Miles? No. Yeah, I think he's just coming up and like two small hands <laughs> just wrap around your leg. Uh, that is a crit, uh, which means we need to do a Patreon uh, shout out because it is an attack roll. I can't believe that you get Patreon shoutouts when you crit. We, this should be the opposite. <laughs> uh, they should shout out me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it should be a Patreon shout at Patrick where they just uh, yell at you or loft insults your direction. Um, I think we maybe we didn't even get a chance to shout them out. They they joined up recently and, and I think have have moved on to another level. But I want to shout out uh, Brandy. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon for any amount of time. And uh, this is eight D six coming to miles. That seems I'm going to double check that. Is that a lot? That's a I lot. You did forty six to me, so makes checks out. I'm going to roll forty six twice. Holy free holy. <laughs> 31 points of electricity damage. Hey. Are you you're you still up, yeah. Down, right? No. He's a, he's a constitution based wow. character. Wow. Uh, impressive. That's their turn. Drew, walk us through. You've just seen a, a huge fight erupt. What would you like to do next? Ooh, we um I'm gonna run up. I don't have the the uh, the range to get all the way up on. Uh, actually, I do. I can get all the way up to El Demonio. So I'm just gonna cruise up right behind him, and I'm gonna stick this boy with uh, with a basic booster to give him. You know what? Electricity resistance. <laughs> no, uh, oh, I was gonna give him plus good. one to AC, but that doesn't seem like it's gonna do much. Um, are any of these things using natural attacks? Well, you just saw a couple of magic spells pop yeah. off. I guess the uh, Kefak, which still hasn't been hit yet, is. But nah, I think I think instead he's gonna he's gonna pull out his his uh, cast eject liquidator uh, as he's running up here, and he's gonna take aim at this uh, this one right here. And if he catch you in the back, that hobby's been beaten up. Yeah, we're gonna take a shot at it, and we're gonna load it with one of my uh, toxicology inhibitors so we're gonna head we're gonna take a shot at this thing Ooh, that's a 12 to hit against eac no casey that is a miss (sighs) sorry sorry um that is turn one turn two alibians uh for for reference that 31 damage (laughs) would have killed you twice (laughs) uh well uh yeah would have um 
would be one point away from instant killing me from max. Ah, <laughs> uh, Starfire. It would, it would massive damage rule me <laughs> from full hit points. So, oh my. Well, yeah, they're, they're not going to kill you, Jabert. They already said they're saving the squishy brain they, man well, for last. You look well, like if, if they shoot me with the bolt of lightning, they might. <laughs> what would you like to do, sir? Uh, I mean, hmm. well, please don't. Please don't magic me to death. I mean, <laughs> Just let me do it to your friends. Uh, I mean, I, I, I suppose it's that time of the day to cast my final level one spell. Um, because it's the only thing that does anything. Um, wait, no, I, I have a gun now. I can shoot a gun. Good at shooting guns. Shoot gun good. I'm going to shoot a gun good. Um, Blast him with a pistol from, yeah. from behind cover. Yeah. Pew pew. Um, I mean, good lord. Uh, do I have a clean shot on anybody right now? <laughs> or Unfortunately, just open <laughs> no. But the Kefak, you know, is, is uh, probably a little lighter armored than these um, two Akeshtis. They are very, very fleet footed. Okie dokie. Um, actually, you know what? No, I, I will cast a spell. I'm going to oh. cast Days. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, upon this, the Kefak. Oh, no. He got one before, so that's a will save. Yeah, we'll save. Let's see what the dice say. Ooh, it's a 12. What what DC are we looking for? 14. 14. Yep, that's a fail. <laughs> Plus zero. So perfect. Uh, yeah, so dazed. Dazed for a round. So no no actions, but no penalty to AC. So. We are on to Javi next. Can Javi stand in this space that I'm indicating? About 10 feet behind the, the Kesti that shocked him. Yeah, that's where the coils are. So you can kind of, I mean, maybe be a little bit of difficult terrain, but you're you're moving out of their range again. Like you're yep. provoking. Oh boy. Provoke. <laughs> From all three of them? That's all like, three, Patrick. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. Oh, not the Kefak. He's I was about to say, wait, the Kefak? Yeah, yeah just the other the one. Um, they've oh so they have gone since that one uh, made a second opportunity. So two Akeshti, right? Yep, two Akeshti, yeah, but not the Kefak or whatever. Oh, uh, hit and nineteen and a two. The opposite sides of the dice. No critical hit effect for a, a survival knife, but that is That's definitely good. a hit for max damage of five points slashing. All right, I'll be looking pretty beat up. Not gonna lie. But then you see a Javi take a familiar stance as he pours blue flames into the barrel of his gun and aims it straight ahead. And that means that every single enemy needs to make a reflex save. DC 15. I'd like to pull the Miles card and say, I don't want to. So, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, cool. Then, then you just immediately what? fail and you take full damage. DC what you say? 15. Oh, that's that's well for the Akeshis. I don't think it's too high, but for that day's Kefak, let me roll that Kefak first. Ugh, 12 is a fail or two Akeshis. Come on, they, they gotta have a good. Oh no, it's their worst save. Let me roll some dice. Oh, come on, bad dice, bad dice. Ooh, a good one oh. and a bad one. So the one that you've been wailing on did not see you <laughs> moving around his backside. He has failed. And the, the other one that's not taking damage yet has succeeded. So roll us some damage. 
There's no objects in this 15-foot cone that I, like, the one that we were searching for, right? Uh, no, but you look down and you're standing on it. <laughs> you're, like, bending it, like, in, in the middle. <laughs> like, guys, Looks I found fun. it! As long as I didn't just superheat it, because it does damage all the objects in the area. But we're doing 2d8 <laughs> points of damage. If you had done it the other direction, then yes, but you, you're oh. shooting away from it. All right, five <sighs> points of damage. Unfortunately, not enough to kill the Kefak, but uh, it, it, it's still two points to the one that saved and uh, five to the one that you've been beaten up on and have shot before. And that one uh, looked pretty bloodied after you've, you've hit it like three times after that. Uh, that will be for a high roll there. your turn. Our friend, the Kefak dazed, which means it is now Eldemonium. Okay, um, I gotta figure out who I'm going to make my last stand against. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, uh, you're not zero HP yet, right? <laughs> you're not, not in yet. Work ferocity mode. Not yet. These, yeah, this guy has, uh, I think, maybe brought out some uh, some ire. <laughs> the stupid magic user. Yeah. So it just happens so rarely. Crits with magical attacks. Yeah, but I've got I've got the Kefak right here. Oh man. I should have pulled the card. What am I doing with my life, guys? We never get magical crit cards. Um, so I think I'm gonna try to Oh yeah. Take out the Kefak. Okay. Yeah, it's looking pretty weak after Hobby has a breathed upon it. Make that attack roll. Okay. Uh the ten. Yeah, against EIC, that's a hit, it's dead. <laughs> Oh, yeah. cool. you guys! I love how you're like, oh no, I rolled a seven on the dice. It's level two. It's um, not that bad. And then El Demonio is going to take a. Now these guys have already used their attack of opportunity. If you yeah, that's what I thought. Just retreats. Yeah, he's going to back up a little bit next Absolutely. to uh, Brain Guy because uh, he's not doing so amazing. No one <laughs> in the world will fault you for. I mean, you basically have your hair standing on end. You've got the cartoony, burnt-out cheeks. You took a lot of damage from that. Uh, so that is your turn, and that's going to bring us back to Jewel. All right, Jewel and Pissin are both going to take a shot at the Akeshi to the south. So Jewel first. Boom, not a super a 23. hit. But an 18 on the dice is a hit for two points of damage. Two points of damage. Bam, blast them. And from Piston, an 18 for three points of damage. Against KAC, yeah. that's another hit. Boom, okay. Any move action or anything else you would like to do? Nope. Then we are on to their turn. We've got... So two Keshtis up. This one is going to obviously step up to you, Javi. And because he's retreated, we've only got Mixer left on the front line battlefield, Drew. The other one's going to step up to you. And hmm, so do we want to step up to Javi? You're dangerous from both afar and <laughs> close up, right? Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Yep. <laughs> I think it's more. I think it is more jolting surge time. So first against Hobby. Seven against what is your EAC? 14. That was a miss. Uh, Needed that. Against Mixer. Let's get better than a seven on the dice. 
A 10. What is your EAC, sir? 11. Oh, 46 points of electricity damage coming at you. Yo, jolting surge is uh, out of control at level 2. 18 points of electricity damage. A little higher than the average as you get shocked like your friend El Demonio. And we are on to you, Drew. We're back to you. Pronk. Um, all right. Uh, so I would like to, uh, hmm. I had my liquidator out. I need to pull out my, my stock mm-hmm. and then strike this fool with it. But I want to throw in another, uh, another, uh, toxicology inhibitor. Is that a swift action? Yes. For the toxicology? So you can move action, pull out the weapon and drop your, your, uh, needler and, do all that in, in one turn. All right, here we go. 11. Eat on the dice. Uh, that is a miss, unfortunately. Okay, turn three, Alabians. We're back to you. Oh, you've, you've seen multiple teammates getting shocked now by these these magic using unbrewed. What would you like to do, Trooper? Yeah. Hmm. I just suspect that I'm going to have to, that we're going to have to fight a golem after this and I really don't want to use my last level one spell. <laughs> uh so I'm going to oh you know you know what I can do? I'm going to pull out one of my healing serums and I'm going to stab my friend with it. No. El Demonio has moved right back to the junk barricade. The strategic drunk uh, not drunk barricade. <laughs> junk barricade. Hey it could be both. <laughs> <laughs> Give me two things. Welcome Our. to the drunk barricade, Miles. <laughs> Welcome to one oh point of healing. Oh boy, I, I yeah. love those Mark One healing serums. You just, you just they're totally worth fifty credits. <laughs> Thirty-one <laughs> I hate it. of damage, and you get one back. It oh boy, perfectly balanced. One HP back. <laughs> Heavy rock to you, Avi. <laughs> All right. Hobby's it's a whole round of actions to do that. Javi's going to five foot step. This is the can I greatest five, game ever made. Which direction can I five foot step? Uh, can I go this way or can I go straight back over here? Uh, five foot step, yeah, to the north. Well, that does me no good. Well, I mean, you, you, uh, I mean backwards. Okay, you, there you we can't, go. I, I need it, to get out of uh, difficult terrain on the coils, range. So I don't think you'd yep. be able to move on to, or five foot step onto them. Okay. Uh, Kavi's uh, backing himself into a corner. He's hoping that he only has to make this last shot to take down this Akesti. Please, 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 dice. Dice, help me. 15? That is a hit. Max damage, 8? Ooh, boy, howdy. I could do math. He's dead. Yeah. Ooh, that's one. fantastic news. Kavi uh, yes. scrambles over the rest of the junk and, and leaves forever. <laughs> You needed a max damage too on that, which is so great. Uh, one clean bullet hole through his his uh, techno magic brain, and he falls onto the coil that you're looking for, bleeding profusely. And we are on to El Demonio. You're all healed up, ready for the fight. What would you like? <laughs> Olympians just gives you a big thumbs up and says, "Get back in there, buddy. <laughs> you're all patched up." What you got, Miles? Okay, I was looking through my <laughs> bag of tricks <laughs> to see if I had list. Uh, anything that, that would be uh, I could do. 
you, that, you know that, that list is so short at level two. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? So frustrating. You know what? Um, I'm sure, this is just a. I think this is just a uh, just a regular action. Um, <laughs> let's be dumb. Uh, <laughs> somebody's gonna run up here and try to grapple the last the last guy. I mean, grappling. Uh, magic users as a time-honored tabletop role-playing games tradition. Uh, do you have advanced grapple or, or improved combat maneuver uh, grapple? Yeah, I, I have um, improved combat maneuver. Go ahead and make me that roll against its KAC. Attack roll against its KAC. Okay, um, just a regular attack roll. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. plus four for improved, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's D20 plus four for my attack I- roll plus four. Yeah, your tech roll plus four. All right, so it'll be... Uh, oh, crap. 14. That is not going to be enough, unfortunately. But yeah, you uh, get right up in his face and are, are trying to, but he is a wiry little Akeshti. Don't I have right a up. level reroll? You do, level two reroll. You want to use it on this? On this? Not really. Okay, <laughs> then we are on to Jewel. Hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the the running joke of mini season is I just create your character like every major combat. Uh, like I, said, I promise if, if LWA dies, that's it until season four. <laughs> uh, All right. Jewel is going to take a shot at the Akeshi that is still up along with Piston. Yeah, just one Akeshi. The 14 from Jewel for four damage. Oh, against a, a EAC. It's a hit. Oh, good. That does four damage. All right. You put on the most damage so far on this remaining Technomancer. Let's get another one of those. Piston just makes a 12. Oh, that's a mess against KAC still? No, that would be... Yeah, that would be KAC. That is a miss, and the Akeshti gets to go again. He's got El Demonio. He's got Mixer up in his face, and he is going for... Mixer, obviously, is the bigger threat here, Drew. Um, I don't want to spell this left. I don't like that. I don't like that much. Let's do two. Mm, no, he doesn't have a lot of time left. All right, we're going to go for our uh, final jolting surge. Five on the dice. It's a miss. Yes. Against 11. EAC. Um, okay. That will go to your turn, Drew. Uh, we're going to attack this thing again and we're going to use yet another uh, toxicology <laughs> um, uh, inhibitor. Okay. Slicing and dicing. 12. Not going to do it. Wait, we get a turn four. Another turn four in this campaign. Alabians. Oh, boy. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use my gun. <laughs> Single attack. Single Pew. attack. Pew. Shooty attack. Uh, actually, wait, what am I thinking? No, two attacks. No, oh. I, I have to roll high anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, broke. First one. Aha, good, good thing. choice. Good choice. Good, good choice. thing I rolled twice. Uh, a flat three with a roll of three, so you weren't lying. Let's get another <laughs> attack in here. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Another three. <laughs> so the exact same roll. Minimum damage, damage, damage roll. As a swift that. action, I create more junk. <laughs> <laughs> It, it just rains down in front of me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. More Atari cartridges. Uh, Javi, we are back to you. What what you got, Tyler? I'll just shoot him and end the combat, hopefully. I don't know, man. This is all. This is, got, this is getting weird oh, with the junk. Natural. <laughs> Seven 18. points of damage. Ooh, that is not enough to kill him, though. Not <sighs> yet. Uh, Lemonio, you've got you've got your chance for revenge. You see this because she is bloody. He's very weak. I his eyes are dripping blood right now. Well, then I'm just going all reliable the the five knuckle shuffle here, <laughs> and nice crack him one. It's a yeah. fifteen to hit, and he had three hit points left, so he is dead. And we are out of combat. Nice right. uh, El Demonio yeah. is going night night. Yeah, yeah. Javi yeah. like collapses against the junk that he's next to. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to give had... these guys a proper junkyard burial, and I'm just going to yeah. keep casting the cantrip and just cover them <laughs> with trash. <laughs> we, need, we need more examples of trash besides E.T. on Atari to, to cover people <laughs> with. I don't know. Um, uh, Walmart best of Celine Dion um Mm-hmm. tape cassettes mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, but like, but like, like they're they're like uh walmart licensed like walmart paid to have this cassette made <laughs> it's songs it's songs about work at walmart <laughs> by Celine Dion. they gave them out to all the employees for like a employee appreciation a, day instead of a bonus <laughs> oh boy collectors now uh that we, we, this this could be an entire bum fuzzle like uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> side quest of like the if I, if I, the junk portal if I thought of this earlier I would have said fan challenge but we're halfway <laughs> through this campaign by now. <laughs> three uh, three legged beanie babies <laughs> just nothing but misprinted beanie babies uh, falling from the sky uh, uh, so uh, uh, Mixer <laughs> is going to take a 10 minute break and he's also going to um, prepare his, uh, his next set of uh, uh, biohacker abilities. Well, yeah, you guys you know, talked about moving on to the golem after this, but if if you want to make camp instead or head back to, to Merc and, and, and Kesh, uh, tell them you know, what you found and, and drop off these two pieces because you do find indeed the size 23 um, coil here in the, the pile. That's up to you. I mean, yeah, that w- it will require... Uh, taking another couple hours hike back through the junk and then the next day the same same kind of path but that is up to you i mean that seems like a like a reasonable trade-off yeah considering yeah i i I don't know how many more of these health serums i'm going to be able to i don't think i'm going to be able to get him back up to full (laughs) if i rolled a couple more ones (laughs) the classic wins and uh i'm i'm down I've lost half. I've lost. Javi's over, lost over half his health, so mm-hmm. would be nice. Uh, you can strip these these two guys, and uh, I mean they are they are not good. Can we also take Keshti? They've got uh, freebooter armor mark one um, survival knives, each of them. Uh, but you also find um, tattoos on their scales, as well as a holy symbol of uh, Zon Kathan. <gasps> oh, these are evil. 
These are uh, these are bad boys. They're bad evil, boys so it's okay cash. that we just oh. murked them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but indeed, you. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, before you leave, do you do you want to um, completely cover them up and like kind of push them into the corner? Um, I mean, that seems prudent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely need to take a ten minute. <laughs> uh, oh, before you move out, yeah. Yeah. And probably try to jam a yeah. healing serum. Yeah, o- over 10 minutes, I can cast it 60 times. So it's 60 bulk of trash. <laughs> just covering them up. Um, just, just a hose. What's just this? a hose of garbage. So it's a 1d8. <laughs> now I'm imagining maybe it's like one of those sprinkler heads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Crash coming out. Another natural one, El Demonio. Perfect. Healing serum. Uh, I, I, we really got to talk to whoever we sold us these healing serums. I've got plenty of serums, so I'm going to do mean, it again. I, can also, I can also like treat deadly wounds. Oh, yeah. He's got, yeah, he can just treat, or he can just treat. Well, wounds. yeah, but he's down so, so much. Like, yeah, I was gonna... down a lot. Let me, let me uh, see. But yeah, I, 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 will, I, I will take a, a treat deadly wounds. Here. It's a 21. That's a fail. Ah. Yeah, I'm getting a 25. Um, right. So at, keep at least it's not like, at least it's not like second edition where like, if you fail bad enough, you actually hurt the person. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's like, if you like undid both of the ones. <laughs> that would be, actually, that would, that would have been radio gold. That would have been so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just uh, cut this arm off. That's, uh, seems like it <laughs> took some damage there. Oh. I see. I see. You see. You've got this. You've got this. This scar is healing up. I should just reopen that for you. So. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Why don't you guys, while you're um resting up here, burying <laughs> your your murder victims, uh, why don't you make me a perception check? Everyone's favorite skill that you really don't have. Very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like in Olivian's cases, it's just sort of. Uh, um, it, it's kind of noisy, but with all of these um, uh, Backstreet Boys CDs just just cling clanging all over the place. And so, <laughs> uh, oh man, Drew, you actually made it, good sir. A DC eighteen inside the um, uh, pile don't, of coils. Don't sound too surprised. Well, this is a great roll too. What the thirteen on the dice? Um. Even after you found the coil, you're just kicking around after healing, trying to heal up um, El Demonio. Uh, at the bottom of said pile, you find an expensive piece of tech, a bright new inbox, shiny, to be continued next time. <laughs> well, I, I, I like uh, <laughs> treasure to be continued. They're, they're a little less exciting, but uh, we'll, we'll, I'll tell you what it is next week. You don't need to know right now, right? No. Uh, that's that's going to do it. Um, I'm telling you, these are <laughs> it's a short season, long episodes. Thanks for sticking with us. And everyone, thanks for playing with me. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Oh boy, thank you. We'll catch you next time on Junkers Delight. Uh, Until next week, everyone. So long. Junkers, roll no crits. Goodbye. Bye bye. It's a different podcast, Bert. Oh, yeah. Junkers Delight, roll no crits.
listening to Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.